0: You're listening to The Draft Time Show on AllFlavorsRadio.com. Yeah! All right! A better class of radio station.
1: All Flavours Radio. I believe it's important we go for everything we want in life because we only have one life to live. So we have to give it everything we get and try to make our dreams, our hopes, our aspirations become reality. No one can tell you what a successful life is. No one can tell you what a great life is. No one can tell you how to be happy or what you should or shouldn't be doing with your life. No one can because you are unique. What success is for another may not be success for you. What is a great life for another may not be so great for you. What lights up another may dim. Your light. The only way you can be happy in this life, the only way you can be successful is if you be you. No one can tell you what a successful life is. No one can tell you what a great life is. No one can tell you how to be happy or what you should or shouldn't be doing with your life. No one can because you are unique. What success is for another may not be successful you what is a great life for another may not be so great for you what lights up another may dim your light the only way you can be happy in this life the only way you can be successful is if you be you the only way to get the most out of this life is to follow your own path to follow your own intuition to listen to your own heart That's where all your answers are. The answer to every question you need an answer for. Be yourself. So many are unhappy in this world because they're living lives they don't wanna live so they can fit in. Or because someone that is completely different from them gave advice about how they should be living. You are unique and you must follow your unique path. This doesn't mean that there isn't useful information out there. There are so many great teachers to learn from. It simply means you only take in what resonates with you, what you know will work for you. Get out of your head and into your heart. Do the things that make you light up. Do more of the things that make you forget to check your phone. More of the things that make you smile. More of the things that make you laugh like a little kid. More of the things that make you proud to be you. Be brave. You only get one shot at this life. One opportunity to live fully. One opportunity to create some magic. It's okay to say no sometimes. To say no with passion, with authentic certainty because you know what is best for you. Not everyone will get it. And that's okay. The right people will walk that path with you, and most won't be able to resist because someone who is genuine, who is authentically loving life, doing exactly what they want to do, that person is infectious. Real passion is infectious. Wake up with passion every day. Wake up every single day and be no one but fully, 100% you. You. I believe it's important that we are always fully ourselves, even if it means we don't fit in with other people, because when we are not truly ourselves, it's impossible for us to be happy. It's impossible for us to be fulfilled. So when you're hanging with people that you really don't fit with and you get that feeling deep down, that's your inner self telling you you're not comfortable, which means you're not happy. So it's super important that we are always, always fully ourselves. Be true to you.
2: The sounds of Bobby Humphreys there for you, Lover to Lover. And top of the hour, we had Be Yourself Motivation. A lovely and pleasant evening here on com. I am Wimbo77. And
3: I'm naturally Lily.
2: Did you forget who you were for a minute there, Lily? No, I
3: couldn't hear myself. Okay. That's
2: what it was. <laughs> Is that better? Good evening. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so how are you all doing? And yes, we are back on the live airwaves because sadly... The whole of the family got very, very ill <clears throat> and we we didn't even have it on us to even come and lift up our arm or say yell or nothing, innit, Lily? No. Still
3: feeling a bit um fatigued mm. and gunky, but
2: we survived. We're there. We're we survived there. it, like, can you believe like all that time uh, of food lockdown, all that stuff, we were so fine, we just like dodged it mm. and then it just went through all of us like i can't even explain what that tornado was <laughs> it was like a tornado yes but thank yes. you thank you everyone that sent us well wishes thank you everyone that helped us out um i got to give a big big high five to tamika a friend Oh of ours. my goodness. And she proper, she made some kind of concoction. The tonic. That held me right in my solar plexus Gee. right there. And that's, I think that's what brought us back to life to be very fair. I
3: do. I feel like the day I took that. Yeah. Was the, the day I started my recovery. Because <laughs> <laughs> the day, the, before I took any of that tonic, I couldn't even lift my finger. Yeah. And then the day after I took that tonic I could just feel Whatever love She put in that man hey
2: Guys The vid is real man The vid is real The vid is real And we just have to Really follow guidelines Listen to what people Have to say And look Be after safe. yourselves And keep yourselves Yes 100% safe, Be safe. So shouting out uh, DJ Slim as well as Mark Philogene for fantastic shows last night, as well as all the day DJs on at the start end George Flavors. Yes, Lily.
3: No, I I want to give a shout, but you can finish.
2: Okay, all the DJs at the start end, um, Nige, George Flavors, uh, LJ Original, and everyone really uh, contributing to the All Flavors Radio team. You're doing a fantastic job. Keep up the good work. So, what? Who did you want to shout out, Lily?
3: I just want to shout out my bestie, my sister, who is a mommy of two today. She just <laughs> gave birth to a beautiful little girl. Well done, Kimmy. So proud of you. Lovely. Love you loads, and can't wait to see my new niece.
2: Yes. Well done, Kimmy and Kel. And Looking forward to seeing you all soon. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Lily, starting. Off the day, should we just um, break out the questions, do you think? Yeah, let's go with the questions. Let's go with the questions, because there are a couple of really good questions, and we got quite a varied response on the first one. Okay. Yeah. So
3: the first question is, does this generation value relationships? Mm. Do you
2: think it's a bit of an odd, or it is an interesting question?
3: It's an interesting question, and... I have come across a couple of things over the last couple of weeks mm. that urged this question. Okay, that, right. yeah, that was kind of the creation of this question. So
2: so what are your thoughts out there, <coughs> um, listeners? Does this generation value relationships? And we're talking about the Gen Zs. <coughs> back to the Gen Zs again. And it's quite funny because the article that we cover highlights that they're changing the whole love game. So we're going to have a look at that. As well as, if the DNA is not yours, are you still responsible? Interesting question as a whole. I
3: think that question is interesting because of many factors that can be... um... Ways it could be seen?
2: Yeah. 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 And again, it covers stateside as well as UK mm-hmm. as well worldwide I don't know we don't know all the laws but there's a HM passport office uh, regi- um, document that highlights how to apply for a correction to remove the wrong father's details on a birth certificate because there's a, some women out there oh because so some ratchet. women just
3: put, yeah but you can't do that now What, you can't just put the name on? No, if they're not present, you can't just put a name on a birth certificate. Okay. And if you're not married... Mm. So if you're married, I think the husband automatically goes on the birth certificate. Yeah. But if you're not married, you both have to be present... Okay. ...at the registry. Yeah.
2: All right, so we're going to have a look at that as well, because, again, these are the questions that have been asked... And they do have significance because we wouldn't ask the questions if it didn't. Yeah. And there are also documents and stuff like that to back up everything, I guess, that we're going to be presenting tonight. So Lily, what is National Day? Today is
3: pretend to be a time traveller day. <laughs> yeah. So today. Oh, so that's tomorrow, the eighth. Oh, that tomorrow's tomorrow, the 8th. yeah. Oh, tomorrow's my um Kimani's air strong. Oh, shout to Kimani. Grown man now, he's going to be sixty. Wow. Um, So, pretend to be a time time traveller day is tomorrow and it encourages us to step up from our TARDIS or flip open our Omni while wearing clothes from the past. At the same time, we we should act appropriately confused by technology. So basically fling on your your old school clothing and and be a time traveler. And if no one knows what TARDIS and Omni there are references from those time traveling um, Dr Who? Yeah, Dr Who. From Omni? I think Omni's from Quantum Leap. Okay.
2: Oh, I I liked Quantum Leap. you want to see the film on Quantum Leap. But um I mean Dr Who. I
3: watched Dr Who for a couple of seasons and then I got bored.
2: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't really didn't float my boat as much as say Star Trek. Or, yeah, and that was they I were can't get way into ahead. Star Trek. You can't get. Ahead no, of, I love it I love, but there's d- different Star Treks as well that you might find better than like the original one. Yeah. Or what? What other uh, time travel? There's a few here. Doctor Who, Quantum Leap, Leap outlander voyagers is like a the star trek voyager mm-hmm. isn't it time tunnel
3: the call in continuum What's eleven twenty two sixty three don't know what that is never heard of it fringe as well i've heard of fringe
2: never watched it mm, so there's te- that's television series that h- cover time travel mm. as well as some of the books so we've got
3: a Wrinkle in Time, I have heard of that book. Mm. The Time Machine by
2: H. Oh my god. H. G. Wells.
3: Yep. Um
2: The Magic Tree House. The Connecticut Yankee in Ar- King Arthur Never caught heard of by that. Mark Twain. Mark, oh, Mark Twain these are quite old um, um get that um authors. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, as well as The Restaurant at the End of the Universe. That sounds like a good book. Chris Douglas Adams. We've just had a bit of a... Some stuff fell over in the studio. (laughs) Um, The Restaurant at the End of the Universe. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban. You heard that one? Yeah. It's part of the um,
3: Um, Harry Potter series. I've never actually watched Harry Potter, but...
2: uh, Do you know... Um, Ken and I did Did you? It. Um, the first one was interesting Um, Yeah, it was okay it was okay. okay But I didn't really Understand Get into it, it, into it. Yeah. yeah And The Time Traveller's Wife
3: I've heard about the, I've heard The Time Traveller's Wife I've never read it Mm mm-hmm.
2: Yeah So those are the books And I wrote one too, guys That's why I changed oh, yeah, this topic yeah, you did <laughs> Hassani and the Time Machine Hassani and the Time Machine and you can get that on Kindle on Amazon. Um, Hassani in the time machine—he goes back and meets um, real people that teach um, again about Black history mm. because we did, we were uh, there in in history. You know,
3: maybe you can make make it into a movie. Yeah, like some of these ones here. So we got Groundhog Day. I've seen yeah. that one. Yeah, uh, that's um, who was the guy that. Uh, Dark Bill
2: Murray Bill Murray that's yeah, it the funny guy that's a good
3: film uh, Back to the Future 1, mm. 2 and 3 <laughs> so, have you watched, I've watched all of them I've watched all of them but yes. I, I only remember number one though because that was the best one yeah. yeah well according to that in 2015 we should have had um, self-tying shoelaces and hoverboards, we did kind of have hoverboards. We got hoverboards,
2: really, when you think about those yeah. round ones with the wheels. Yeah. You know? So that's a kind of hoverboard, isn't kind it? Kind of had hoverboards. Anything else on that? I mean, they went back oh, to the year 2000 or 1999 or something?
3: No, they came forward to 2015. Oh, my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was from 1985 to 2015, and then they went back to 1885. Mm. In the Western... But was it
2: 1955 that he come from?
3: No. So he was from 1985. He travelled back in one one film to 1955. Old. That's the one. And then in another episode, he travels forward to 2015. Right, right. Um, And then there's another one where he goes back to 1885.
2: I truly think that we can time travel.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And it's just a matter of remembering and going back in our memories... And even going forwards, seeing our, like, grandkids and all that kind of stuff.
3: I feel like, so something happened today and I had a moment of deja vu. Mm. I feel like those are travel moments. Because you know when you know I've been in this scene before? Yeah. And nothing can tell me otherwise. Like, maybe it was in a dream or whatever. But I have seen this play Mm. out already.
2: I think sometimes uh, there was something recently that watched on Deja Vu and they were saying it, it's just a slowing down of the brain and processing. So you, you've done it, but you're doing it, if you know what I mean. So it's a slowing down of the brain's process.
3: Or it's a glitch in the
2: matrix. Oh, it could be a glitch in the matrix. There <laughs> you go. We just never know, do we? This YOLO, this one life that Who we've knows? given to, to live but um, it says we act so hashtag pretend to be a time traveler day that's the day that is well it's tomorrow the 8th of December but we've had all these Mark Twain's and all mm. these authors write about time travel mm. as well as lots of television programs on it so how do we observe the day
3: lily Says to act like a time traveller. Choose your time period and decide whether you are travelling to the past or to the future. Mm. Be overly shocked when someone says, I'd, I'd kill for a double mocha latte right now. Or that car is the bomb. Misuse technology when someone offers you earbuds to listen to a new song. Sniff them to see if they <laughs> smell good. <laughs> says, do you need inspiration in your time travelling antics? There are nine books to unleash the time traveling, time traveller in you. Mm-hmm. Some of them ha- have been mentioned above. So we've mentioned some of them already. But there is a list that will give you some insight into the stories and help you take a deep dive into the world of time travelling for the true enthusiasts. So you need to go on social media and you need to hashtag pretend to be a time traveller. Um, to be involved in that national day tomorrow.
2: So, how... If you were to travel back in time, where would you go back to?
3: I would not travel back in time. Why? Because I'm black. <laughs> 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 okay. I may travel back, in to, back into... Back into... Back, back, back to when we were living large in... in
2: Okay.
3: I may travel back there.
2: Or... I may travel forward. Okay, because it says time travel. It doesn't say anything about just travelling backwards, does yeah, it? Yeah, I
3: may travel forward. But I feel like going forward, I will only be able to get to a certain point because I do think that the system resets itself. So, oh. you, know, you know, we talk about, you know, we believe in... You know, the system comes to an end and Armageddon and all of this stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's a, at a point where the system just resets itself. Uh, Civilizations uh, go back to... No, 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 and everything just restarts. Mm. Because there is no way that things are going to continue to go the way they're going. <laughs> the times that we're living in right now, they are mad...
2: They are quite mad, aren't they? They're crazy. And I think I do think that the year twenty nineteen through twenty twenty was a reset zero 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 time. Do you? Yeah, because the world stood still, and you That's know, very true. um, and now we're just kind of living. It's almost like we lost a big gap of time. Mm. So, again, we said it's really what we've done with it that counted, that time that we kind of took, or come off of that rabbit wheel. Yeah. Was it rabbit wheel or the hamster wheel? hamster wheel. And we were able to reflect and do many things in that sense. Mm. But, yeah, if I I was a time traveller, I don't know what era. I do like the 1940s, like I said before.
3: Why would you want to live in the 1940s? Because the
2: music was so great, in the sense of the jazz and the Harlem Renaissance. That all seems quite inspiring intriguing so I'd like to go and see you know when, with the Billy holidays I know that there was like Jim Crow and that around that time and I don't know what it would have been like here in the UK but I think it would have been quite interesting no thank you no? no nope. if you had a chance listeners to go back in time where would you have gone back to or go forward in time travel have you ever thought about time travelling well who knows, who knows, we can. So hashtag pretend to be a time traveller day um, takes place tomorrow. So I was thinking to dress up like in, you know, the 1980s because the, the 80s was a it's, really great yeah, time as well. Yeah, And it was fun and everyone was happy and it was really colourful. And it was almost like there were problems, but there weren't problems. Or that's how get you remember it. it to be. Yeah, that's how I remember it to be. Yeah. It was a rough time, you know. And it's quite funny because I've finished, listeners, uh, my self-help book. I've actually finished it and that should be on the shelves pretty soon. So, yeah, it's not not before the holidays, but mm. I was able to get that finished as well. So pretend to be a tr- time traveller day and that is happening on t- or tomorrow. So hashtag, that's your hashtag for tomorrow. Yeah. All right, so, and it says that it began in 2007. So remember, there are over 1,500 national days, so don't miss a single one and celebrate every day with a national day calendar. Get them to send you something every single day. Yes. All right, so, Lily, our history. What's
3: that? What was happening in our history? Right, so I don't really know how to start this, so.
2: Mm. Reginald Lewis Yeah I don't know if you've heard of Reginald Lewis listeners And he was It says he continues to influence Generations of black entrepreneurs Mm. So he was actually the first Billionaire, black billionaire Well um, First on record Yeah And he said, why should white guys have all the fun? (laughs) How he created a billion-dollar business empire. And that's the point, isn't it? Uh, He was someone
3: who helped black Americans gain access to the Black Wall Street. So we know the Black Wall Street was basically... You know, they got involved. um, So it is no longer. But he his landmark endeavours encourage blacks to overcome barriers like race to become business owners, corporate executives and major growth contributors in America's economy. Mm. And I'm assuming you look at people like this and think that they are the front runners for the black entrepreneurs now, because actually there's a lot of black, um, entrepreneurs at the moment. Yeah. Um, and they are a lot, you know, it's not we had this conversation before about how a lot of people have done the Exodus and left their jobs, um, and have set up their own businesses
2: and are doing very well with yeah, them. Absolutely. And and what's really great about this fellow here, Reginald, is that he was born what year was it, Lily, that he was born in, sorry. Um it's down the bottom here oh it's gone sorry guys it's like two sections that I had, I had to go in and and um, I think it's at the bottom there sorry the, yeah he was was it the 40s that he was born in? I don't know I can't see no where's it gone all right we'll, we'll find out we'll find out when he was as we're going through because he died in 1993 uh-huh. um, but he helped um, black Britons get black Americans should I say gain access to financing for black Wall Street mm. and on black Wall Street does that exist anymore? no okay so that has gone no but he didn't burn in, it down so they did burn down Wall Street I'm mm. thinking why am I thinking of Tuskegee That was another one no that's when they um, immunised all the black people
3: okay so yeah. the black
2: wall street was when that they... <laughs> Wall street was in
3: i want to say new york i may be wrong i think it was mm, yeah i'm sure it was in new york um and it was more pro- prosperous mm. than the current wall street yeah but obviously as black americans tulsa it was tulsa tulsa, you're Not thinking Tuskegee, it's tulsa yeah. yeah you're um, as black people, they don't never want us to have nothing where we can lay down our roots and create generational wealth. Yeah. So they burn it down.
2: That's right. And I think they said it started off with a woman. Apparently, was meant to have been disrespected, and it all kicked off from there. But they they were planning to go in, mm. and they had their own shops. They had their yep. own banks. Yeah, a bit like Atlanta now is almost like it's a black. Yes. Uh, place isn't it where a lot of black folk go I
3: know someone who lives there oh she doesn't live there anymore she lives Mm. in um, Philadelphia now but I remember her saying if you go anywhere in America she said go to Atlanta it's like the place that she lived Mm. was like the black Beverly Hills and you wake up you go out to get your mail in the morning and you don't look out of place but you're with people yeah that must be quite nice yeah and it, it's quite an
2: affluent area that she yeah. was in so you know it must be nice mm. so Atlanta again is another place that's coming up not we wouldn't say it's Black Wall Street but yeah that was Tulsa and um Tulsa the, they speak of the Tulsa Race Massacre that mm. took place and that was on the 31st of June um, in 1921 that's it, like you said, Leisha, when the uh, mobs of white residents, some of whom had de- de- deputized and given weapons, uh-huh. they'd been given them by city officials. Wow, they were, had been given them by city officials, and they went and they attacked all the black residents, destroy their homes, destroy their businesses, and it that was in the Greenwood District in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So it was south. Okay, and like you said, they they got jealous, and that's what they went in and done. To our people, but this guy, um, Reginald Lewis, he created a billion dollar and business empire. So, what did he do then, Lily, as a role model? Um,
3: sorry, I've scrolled all the way down. So, as a role model, um, Mr. Lewis, they, there was an article on Mr. Lewis, and it said that Mr. Lewis was buying. Uh, McCall patterns for 27 million and selling it for 90. He had invested only 1 million and made 63 million.
2: Wow.
3: The person that was writing this article was 17 years old at the time. And, um, it said after reading the article, he looked at his mom and said, now that looks like a good job. And from that time on, he committed to getting a job in the leveraged buyout business. um, So Lewis was a role model for this person called Taurus Richardson, who this is about. And Richardson goes on to say that you can't be what you can't see. Once I had the visual of a black man making that kind of money, Mm. buying and selling companies, it made it easier for me to believe I could do it too. And it's so true because they say you, you... need when you have that vision you need to surround yourself with like minded people and um, I was with my friends over the weekend and we was talking about investing and stuff like that and it if If someone does not have the same mentality as you, having an investing conversation is just going to be meaningless. Whereas when you see others and like they're showing you evidence, look, I've got this investment opportunity. This is what the percentages are. This is what your leverage is, blah, blah, blah. And then you're seeing evidence of, you know, they're showing you this is what someone else is invested. blah, blah, blah. When you can sit down at a dinner table with your people and have those conversations, mm. it's different. Yeah. It's different. It's a
2: bit like you saying the other day about the investment in Shibboleth. Shibboleth? Shib, yeah. Shib. And if you'd have invested a thousand pounds. Yeah, last year. Last year, you'd have lost a thousand, but then you'd gained a good few millions, right?
3: Yeah. So this time last year, if you'd have invested a thousand in Shib, which is a crypto coin, I think the next month, so I think in September, if you've invested a 1,000, in October, that a 1,000-pound investment would have gone down to two pounds.
2: Yeah. Or $2.
3: Yeah. So you would look at that and be like, oh, what a rubbish investment. <laughs> but exactly a month after that, that investment jumped up to something like 121,000, I think it was. And yeah. at this point now, currently, that investment would have cost would Have been 78 million. That's really and I looked at the percentage increase the other day, um, over a year, and it, sh- it does. It says the percentage increase is 58 point something something million percent, and That's... it's not even at a penny.
2: <laughs> That's what yeah, makes me yeah. the
3: coin doesn't even cost one penny.
2: So it is worth investing, like this. Reginald, he did, he left us. It says Lewis said he le- leaves us a blueprint. Mm. But, I mean, he buy, he bought and sold businesses. Mm-hmm. And that's what put him on the map as a billionaire. Mm. Because I know um, people such as Jay-Z, billionaire, um, Kanye, billionaire. And it's not the music that's making them the money. No. It's the investments. Their investments, yeah. And it's actually what you've got. We have to make our money work for us and not really us working for money we've got mm. it all the wrong way around yeah so this um, reginald has given a blueprint really um for he says for this serial entrepreneur paul bryson He's, uh, and going back to the statement that reginald said at the beginning why should white guys how have all the fun mm. that was his first book and that he he said he read that from cover to cover he was 18 years at the time he said his life was completely heading in the wrong direction. It was prison, death, or out on the streets. And you know something? Um, 50 Cent. Yeah. When you read his story, he's got one amazing story, and he is a businessman. Oh. Again, he is a billionaire. Yeah. Um, 50 Cent because of all of the investments and stuff and um, that he's made. So Reginald Lewis has actually left a blueprint, yeah, for us as um you know he influences generations of black entrepreneurs mm. it's well worth looking into his his life and seeing exactly who he was i mean we've we've really skimmed over the surface and we can't even still can't find when he was born but we know that he died in 1993 uh-huh. and that obviously today it was something today i've i've probably deleted it or <laughs> something here um but he's left a great an uh, impact or something that we... Or he's someone that we can look at to, if you want, leverage um, our finances. Maybe he's someone we could look at and and learn from. Yeah. And we know that a lot of uh, people in history, that's what they're there for, for us to look at. And whether they've done good things, to learn the good things that they've done, whether they've done bad things, look at the bad things that they've done. Yeah. But either way, learning from people... In the past, and how how we can go on and and benefit from that. Uh, what would you say, <laughs> Lily?
3: Yeah, I think with anything, you have to learn from other people's experiences. Yeah. Um, good experiences just show you what's done the right way. Bad experiences just show you how you can improve and not make those same mistakes. Mm. Um and with anything, like I know we talk about investing and all of that stuff. Obviously you've got to be smart with your investments. If you yeah. don't have no money to invest, don't start investing, you know, <laughs> your bill money. But um with anything you have to do your research. Yeah. But I think we I was um watching something the other day and the girl made this girl made the point that we as a people are so Suspicious of investment opportunities that we end up missing out mm, true. on investment opportunities. Prime example is when Bitcoin first came out. No one, like we used to play with Bitcoin, like it was, it was gaming money, wasn't yeah. it? Um, but then when it started getting serious with people actually investing their money, no, mm. no, no, I don't, I don't know what that is. It's not safe. I don't trust it, and all those people that didn't trust it now Kicking when themselves. it costed 20 pounds yeah are uh, not happy so as a community yes you need to do your research and do your proper research don't just do your word of mouth research mm-hmm. but we need to start trusting in the process because like you said why should the white people make all the money because they're the ones that are leaving us behind because somehow they're dropping the the gems but
4: no, because, we don't, because we
3: don't trust no white man, we don't <laughs> listen to what they're saying and actually and them their own game. And we've got to start trusting ourselves
2: as well at the same time because, like, even... All right, say you didn't want to buy a whole Bitcoin at the time because I, I think when we, it became apparent to us it was about £1,000 for one, but we did buy into the percentages, but sadly it was a Ponzi scheme. That's a sad yeah. situation with that because then we would have had quite a fair amount quite a big bit now mm. that we could have gone and, and reinvested but now with things such as crypto it is a lot harder to get into these wallets yeah because they're making it hard they don't want the, the little man at the bottom there to be earning anything that they, that belongs to them kind yeah. of thing and plus even with the trading learning how to do stocks and shares stuff like that
4: mm.
2: you'd be quite amazed at how the little the little bits if you listen on the pipeline like things like ripple for instance yeah i know they went through people
3: didn't invest in ripple when right. they should have they've missed out now yeah.
2: yeah mind you it's still only about it's pence it's still pence yeah, but it's not it?
3: tradable anymore
2: oh yes it's I not tradable that. oh my some aren't like that like um... there's
3: um a couple of of coins that i've seen on um Coinbase and things like that, that if you would have invested yeah, just six months ago or whatever, they only costed £2 or like 40p, and now they're all up in the hundreds. Yeah. so yeah, They go
2: very, very quickly. And, he, and the thing is, what I think uh, people fail to realise is that you can actually just buy a percentage. You don't have to buy a whole yeah th- one of something. You can buy half, you can buy a quarter, mm. but that's still going to make you you get good return, return yeah. on your money. So check it out. Check out, I don't know if you're into that stuff. And we're not encouraged. We are We are not financial advisors. advisors. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, there's a lot going on now that can, again, we always talk about generational wealth, mm. stuff that we can leave for the, the youngsters. Yeah. Pass on.
3: And even if you're not interested in things like, because I wouldn't encourage anyone to start in crypto if they don't understand it. Yeah. But if you're if you're someone that's not interested in investing in those kind of things, there are other investment opportunities that you can have if you have the funds for it. You know, mm-hmm. this person um was flipping businesses, so they'd buy a business for one price and sell it for another price. Yeah. Um there are websites that you can go to where you can buy someone's business off of them um for small money. Some some of these businesses get sold for like 100 pounds do a bit of work on it and then sell it forward. So there are loads of different things that you can get involved in mm. where the upfront cost isn't too much. Um there's loads of online though. online businesses that have come up now that you can have a little side hustle. Like, you know, there's loads of things that you can do mm. to make your money work for you without, you know, Breaking obviously yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah and like you said lily it's about doing your research first as well yeah exactly and being sure that and comfortable and confident that yeah i can get involved in such a such an uh, such adventure and then, yeah and going in and like reginald lewis you know look at his life story go in and look at his life story and see what we can learn from that mm-hmm. all right so we'll see y'all in five there. We'll be back after this. Are you
0: looking for the best deals on entertainment services? Well, look no further. Contact Exclusive for all your professional entertainment services, such as karaoke events, DJ and sound system services, audio ads and jingles, music on CDs and USB sticks. Get your personal mixtapes, graphic designs, also radio promotions and more. That's right. Contact Exclusive at 758-520- 2517 for your first class services satisfaction
5: guaranteed merry christmas from all of us at all flavors radio people around the world living with sickle cell disease face pressures on a daily basis the struggles are real but often voices go unheard it's time to give them an opportunity to speak their minds unfiltered See how these passionate people find ways to thrive and achieve their goals. The resiliency of the global sickle cell community inspires us all. Watch the full series at NotAloneOnSickleCell.com.
6: Rock and groove to American R&B artist Kenya Morris as she gives you a wicked reggae track, Unforgettable,
1: on one of the most unforgettable reggae
6: Kenya Morris, truly unforgettable. Get it on iTunes. Check her on YouTube or do the IG thing. you the love I have for you, Kenya Morris, Unforgettable. In a speaker near you.
4: Merry Christmas
5: from all of us at All Flavors Radio.
2: There.
4: Like a going right. there are no corners to find out. Stroke me till my body's weak. I chase the
6: words, cause I can't speak.
2: Shout out the chat room crew so each
6: time I feel unique.
2: Cheating crew
6: with all is my
2: only freak. what's that crew white crew how y'all doing Need your magic
4: touch, your
2: touch. saying a big high five how are you doing george flavor Sour Malaysia? Need
4: your magic touch. I
2: hope you're feeling better Chanel taylor you good yeah. and how are you Chrissy great to see you on board exactly
6: what you
2: sending big love to you gal gal. John Ken, hope you're feeling all right. Joy McKay Mumra, how are you doing? I hope they've sorted that heating out for you.
4: No, you're touching away.
2: Now is definitely not the time to have no heating in your house. It's cold outside. You're like a circle going round. So bigging up, Mark Philogene from Bremen How are you doing, Mark and the family? Me till my body's Sending big love to you, Pele Hoxton goes, I, I And love hearts and kisses to Sonia there in Berlin saying a big high five to guest 132 and guest 623. Don't forget that you can catch DJ Laro tonight from 8 till 10. Turn up Mikey! How you doing cousin? We are alive and kicking. Thank goodness. Sending love to Tai Tai, Marjak, Anisha, Issa and Anaya. Sounds of Rose Royce there. Magic touch. Big tune. Big tune. Alright, so Lily. Yes. Uh, word of the day.
3: The word of the day today yes. is ostracise.
2: Ostracize.
3: What does ostracize mean?
2: It means to send someone away and tell them to to go. No, that's exile.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Or you just
2: leave them out.
3: I thought ostracise meant when you cuss out someone, <laughs> may, make their life difficult.
2: No, as I said, it's to exclude someone from the group, Lily, um. Ostracise. Go. Don't come back. Yeah, or, you, you, know, you know, when you're, you're around maybe a bunch of people and they don't treat you very nice? Yeah. That's a kind of, a form of ostracising. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So okay. They, they exclude you. Have you ever felt like that, where no. you are sort of in a group and people?
3: Oh, I'm an Aquarius, so I, know. I, I go and stand you in don't the corner business. anyway. Yeah.
2: So. <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and it does not bother you in one shape. Not really, or really.
3: No, quite like my own company. There's
2: this guy on um, TikTok. He's hilarious, and he he tells all of the signs going through certain emotions. Yeah. Like, there's one if if you break up with. Your girlfriend, or you break up with your partner. How a, a Aquarian or a Pisces or a Le- yeah Leo or okay, He's <laughs> <laughs> quite funny. He goes through all of that stuff, um, <clears throat> but yeah, to ostracise someone means to exclude them, or to yeah, just to. Said so the senator knew that he might be ostracised by his party, but he voted with his heart Mm. and against the party line, nevertheless.
3: So yeah, I understand that
2: sentence. You understand that sentence. And like any of the other sentences we've ever spoken,
3: I understand that sentence. Yeah. He knew he'd be ostracised because he wasn't going to go with
2: the, the, the,
3: you know... majority. the, The
2: majority. Yeah. And that can happen, isn't it? Like, you have not an opinion, but you might not agree with the group Uh and if you don't agree with the group they're going to turf you out they're going to ostracize you yeah because you should agree even though they might be wrong and strong but sometimes like this senator in this case sorry he stood alone and he made the right decision Uh so examples it says our mental health suffers if we feel separated or ostracized. ostracized Or a lack of sense of belonging. And that's part of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, isn't it? Yeah. That's but it, depend, belonging. it
3: depends on how you look at that hierarchy of needs. Okay. Because I don't know if, if we all look at it in the same way. The hierarchy I think of needs. self actualization yeah. being at the top.
2: Yeah. Is it really at the top? Well, we, we, we do need all of our basic needs met initially, don't we? Because if we don't eat, if we don't have a roof over our head. If we uh, aren't clean, then then we can't function properly in society. This is true. Yeah. However, there are some rich people that go and live as tramps.
3: <laughs> as we discovered. Yes. That beg on the street and are millionaires. Right. Yeah.
2: And they're quite comfortable to, to do that. Yeah. But, you know, so their needs are met. But they're, then their yeah.
3: needs are met because their basic needs are still being met because they're millionaires.
2: Yeah, but they're choosing, I guess their choice is to, to be out on the streets. Yeah. But yeah, uh, when it comes to our mental health, in the sense of being of feeling wanted by a group uh-huh. or being part of a group, so when we're excluded or ostracised, uh-huh. it's not a very nice feeling. No, it's not. So And I think that's what that is. So the word of the day, beautiful people, is ostracised. OK, so did you know in ancient Greek that citizens whose power or influence threaten the stability of the state could be exiled? I'd <laughs> Sit there didn't I? Yeah. Sent to another island. Sent away. Island. Yes. And by practice called ostracism.
3: Is that the same concept of, of what they did to prisoners in Britain? Instead of them being hung, they were sent as workers in the Americas. But were they exiled? It's
2: no, because they could they, they could back come here. back if they wanted to.
3: Not, yeah. Why would you want to leave paradise come back here? But,
2: it's a bit yeah. like, was it Paul? Was he sent to an island, the Apostle Paul? Was it, Or was it Peter? He I was exiled. Know. Well, some of those apostles were exiled to other places mm. and weren't allowed back. On the Isle of Patmos, no? That sounds like Paul. One of them was exiled Yeah. There. Or there have been other people that have um, been exiled from their countries, and ostracized and kicked out. Yeah. 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 And that's because they've gone against, like it says, against the status. Quo. Yeah. They, they they've got power. And they've got influence. And they but they they threaten the stability of the state that they came from, so they were exiled or ostracized, mm. and sent away. All right. So yeah, ostracized is the word of the day. And it isn't nice when it comes to our, our mental health and um, being excluded. Mm-hmm. We'd rather be included. Most right? of the time, yeah. Most of the time. And sometimes if we are ostracised, we just have to know that maybe you're just too fabulous to be amongst those ones that are doing <laughs> the ostracising, right? Yep. <laughs> and that's the way we have to look at it. So, Lily, the questions, what are the questions again?
3: So, question for today is... Mm. Does this generation value
2: relationships? Your thoughts on that one? Because we don't have WhatsApp Corner tonight. I don't think they do.
3: I feel like this generation that we have now, we live in a throwaway society where you can have something for five minutes, get bored of it and just throw it away and I feel like the relationships of the past weren't necessarily built on strong foundation so some of them may be you know there are loads of different angles you could come out with this um, where some relationships were yeah two people loved each other went to the registry office, got married and... In two weeks. Yeah. And they worked on their problems. Or you can have the relationships where they were arranged, met them on the day, but they're still married and then they end up falling in love with each other and they other. Yeah, apparently
2: arranged marriages do actually work. Yes. Yeah.
3: And then you have the other relationships where, oh, she got pregnant, so we had to get married because that's what was done back in the day. But somehow the two
2: of them managed to stay together mm. for many, many years. But that's because, I guess, and we won't say back in the day, because even these days as well, people wanted to make things work. Um, so things lasted a lot longer. you go and buy a washing machine, it would last you 20, 30 years.
3: No, but I feel yeah. like back that back in the day when people were in a relationship, mm. it was looked at in a way when people got divorced it was looked at in a way when people got separated don't forget the catholic church you can't get divorced right however now though people try to stay together Mm. i feel like there's a lot more encouragement if you're not happy leave if you if you don't like this situation just bounce if you don't like this then there's no
2: loyalty there's no okay i don't like this situation
3: how can we change it yeah yeah
2: and that's that's the point that it's made in that this article saying generation Z is rewriting the love game mm. send help so if they're rewriting the love game why would they need help mm. but they said that it, they're redefining love and dating all right and that they people born between 1995 and 2012 are now entering adulthood mm. and while older generations assume we are a group Of entitled, depressed, technology addicted, anti-socialists, we are simply learning to live by our own rules.
3: So this is written by Gen Zia. (laughs)
2: This is written by a Gen Zia. Mm. Okay. So they're known for their independence. Yeah. Gen Zs, and they're known for their wit, creativity, and charisma. They're highly individual individualistic, Mm. and they crave freedom. And Mm -hmm. adventure. But life can't be freedom and adventure all the time, Lily. Exactly. All right. But that's the Gen Zs. That's the way that they look at these things. It says, it's no surprise then that our generation has rejected the values of older generations while creating our own rules for love in the digital age. Yes, Lily.
3: Can you just listen Mm. to, and I don't know if this is because I'm an English lit student, listen to the verbiage that's used values of older generations rules for love
2: interesting you've
3: gone from a value
2: to to a rule rule. yeah
3: that in itself there's a problem there because when you value something if someone gave you a piece of jewelry you don't have a rule on how to take care of it you value that thing that's been given to you You value that oh you've given this to me in love i'm gonna make sure that i I put it away at night in its box. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if a little chink in it gets broken, I'm going to go straight to the jewellery shop and get them
2: to, you know, try and mend that link. But they're saying that they've rejected the older generation's values. Exactly. But they create their own rules. But like you said, values and rules are two different things. You can't ways. have rules for love. Mm. But can you, though? No. You cannot. Like in when we think biblically, then when it comes to love, because there are many forms of love as well, right? Mm. You got the agape, you got the philia, agape mm. is that romantic love. So, we're, we're talking, no, no, agape, agape is, is family love, yeah. Um, eros, eros is a, eros is a yeah, romantic love. romantic love, all right, or sexual
3: energy love, mm. okay. But because in Greek mythology, eros is actually the energy that brought Gaia and. Um, Uranus together, yeah, and then they're from that love spawned, so that is that,
2: that romantic love. Yeah, but the thing is, we're talking about love, right, and relationships. Is love and relationships two different things, or is it one of the same thing? Because- you can love someone and be in a relationship, but you can also be in a
3: relationship with someone and don't, don't love them, so mm. they are two different things. Mm. But I think in this Generation, yeah, everything is so binary because this is the word they use as well in the digital age because of technology, yeah, everything is so binary that everything has to fit into this ideal, middle ideal, yeah. But
2: that is not what love is, love is not perfect, no. Because when we look at what is the scripture, it says, Love is kind, yeah. But, uh, but out of all of these things, love will love never fails. Yeah. it covers all many many different things. And the th- the thing is, uh, well, yeah, love and relationships. I think is it's two different things. Like when I read this,
3: when I read this article, yeah, I just I hear it like it's written like a robot. Mm. It's not about love as an emotion. It's about love as a as a task. Because this next sentence says Gen Z has veered away from the previous society gender norms within relationships, even writing new guidelines mm. as love expands to the LGBTQ plus community. That's what I didn't understand. What's the, why would that be there? So it's talking about the fact that where we may value in the older generation, a male and female relationship um, that was... Looked down upon back in the day, so we know, like, up until the 80s, being gay was an illegal act, a bit
2: later than that, even. Yeah, so
3: no, it was legal, it was legal in the 80s, but it was looked down upon in the 90s, so it's still something that's quite a taboo. Yeah, mm. but the guidelines are now stating you can love who you want to love, you can be who you want to be, you can be fluid, you can be non, you can be da 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 da. So they're rewriting
2: like the, they said, the norms, they
3: said. the guidelines of the norms. Mm. But, but when we're talking about relationships, or when you're talking about the values yeah. in a relationship. You don't have guidelines, you have values. Values mm. are things that it doesn't matter what any external influence is saying to you between you and your person, yeah. Yeah. you know what you both value. It's it's not it's not a rule in law. Rule is, makes me think of, think of
2: le- law and, and legislation. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, Michael Dun- Duncan says here, tricky one what I will say is this in the past three quarter years I've had four women ask me to have a child with them mm. only one of which I had any kind of romantic involvement with, mm-hmm. that's scary so four women but only one he had a romantic involvement with because he's um, a decent gentleman That's why. yeah it says all of the women I'm taking or talking about are very attra- very attractive and good decent people yet somehow the solution in their mind is to have a baby with a friend rather than trying to find a decent guy to just settle with but then that's the next thing settling um, that is worrying but I think it speaks to the fear of relationships rather than the value yes. who knows Yeah. But should you, have fear should you have fear in love that always comes at the real thing you know should you have fear in love should
3: there be any? That's a good question, you know. Should you have fear? Mm-hmm. I feel like fear and love are opposites. I don't feel like love and hate are opposites. I feel like fear and love are opposites. Yeah. When you fear someone... mm or maybe it's talking about fear of certain actions like fear of mistreating that person, fear of hurting that person. That's different. The fear of getting into a relationship mm. makes no sense to me because if we all acted on that fear, there would be no relationship. Because I don't I don't see how you
2: should have to fear that you that that Things are you have ups and downs and everything.
3: I understand that. I understand yeah. why you would be scared yeah. and why you'd prefer to have a baby with someone that you know is gonna be reliable. Like I don't wanna But would be... your friend be reliable? But no, because, because yes, sticky. No, but you no no no, because I, I I understand. It's like you 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 know this guy, um you trust them, you see their values. <laughs> not yeah. the rules they set down yeah. you see their values and you're like do you know what he's an upstanding guy he takes care of his own I wouldn't mind having a baby with this person because I know he'd take care of his child mm. whereas you get in a relationship with someone things go south and sour now you both hate each other yeah so then the kid's growing up with two parents that can't get on yeah and that 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 fear I understand yeah mm. But
2: I don't see. It's not logical to me. I think. Mm, so going back to this Gen Z,
3: yeah, there's
2: another section there that speaks about attachment versus apathy issues. Mm-hmm. So attachment and apathy, because a lot I I find that younger generation don't really like just speaking there that someone doesn't mind having a baby with their friend because there's not any attachment to that. Yeah. Okay, but then it says. Also, apathy. So Gen Gen Zs, commonly known as iGen, are the first digital natives having grown up alongside technology. It's often assumed that we have our faces stuck in our phones too much to know how to properly communicate with each other. That's true. That is very true. It's not an assumption. It's the reality. (laughs)
3: The fact that you you put digital stuff in an article (laughs) about love, right there, it just... But yeah. this
2: is a kicker here, listen to this. Gen Zs are actually more connected than any other generation. <laughs> it's a lie. It's a like, So you know what's written
3: by Gen Z? Are. They are so, their
2: minds are warped. They're not, they don't live in reality. Mm, mm. They don't live in reality. You see, so it says, um, in fact, the dependency on connecting online created an environment in which constant communication is expected And desired in the long-term relationships. But then when you're with someone, you're going to have 100%. Except when you go to work or you might go out with your friends. That's more communication or better communication than having it on the phone. Because like we spoke about before, if you text in someone, you don't really know the context as opposed to speaking to that person. I disagree. Really? Yeah.
3: Okay. Only because... I'm an introvert, so I don't like speaking to people on the
2: phone. <laughs> but what about so your partner, Your text. partner then? You're in a relationship. What you're gonna text your 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 partner? When you're a lot texting. of me and
3: relationship was texting. No, it wasn't. That's a lie. We but did speak on the phone. But what about now?
2: exactly well we
3: speak face to face we see each other every day we don't need to text thank you but there's a that's different the different different? that is different because that's someone that I'm already you're already in a well established relationship with it's not someone you're getting to know when you're getting to know Mm. someone yes sometimes text can be misconstrued
2: but I don't know I don't I don't what are your thoughts out there listeners I don't know do you agree that um gen z's uh, are in their own world and th- they'd much rather have like a relationship with their friends this whole article is what you know? so read it or do you agree that you know relationships well we you know oh, I'm I'm not putting this right am i I'm not saying it in the right way what are your thoughts on this generation uh, relationships and whether they're working, was it or if do they val- are defining relationship? Do they value love? Do they value, lo- uh, do they value love? Do they value relationships? Okay, so I'm just gonna give you th- the number. Let's give it to you now. Here we go. one
1: three four seven one three That's 07-895-134713. So give us a call and
2: let us know what you think as regards to the generations uh, this generation and how they feel about relationships. And we'll see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after this. Are
0: you looking for the best deals on entertainment services? Well, look no further. Contact Exclusive for all your professional entertainment services, such as karaoke events, DJ and sound system services, audio ads and jingles, music on CDs and USB sticks. Get your personal mix tips, graphic designs, also radio promotions and more. That's right. Contact Exclusive at 758-520-2517 for your first class services. Satisfaction guaranteed.
5: Merry Christmas from all of us at All Flavors Radio. People around the world living with sickle cell disease face pressures on a daily basis. The struggles are real, but often voices go unheard. It's time to give them an opportunity to speak their minds unfiltered. See how these passionate people find ways to thrive and achieve their goals. The resiliency of the global sickle cell community inspires us all. Watch the full series at notaloneinsicklecell.com.
6: Rock and groove to American R and B artist Kenya Morris as she gives you a wicked reggae track, unforgettable. On one of the most unforgettable reggae. Kenya Morris, truly unforgettable. Get it on iTunes. Check her on YouTube or do the IG thing. If you knew the love I have for you. Kenya Morris, unforgettable.
4: unforgettable.
6: In a speaker near you. Merry Christmas.
2: to everyone in the chat room everyone on in. everyone on Facebook Worldwide Crew Saying hi to DJ Slim,
6: my, DJ
2: LJ Original,
6: she said, stop, 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 stop. Get out hey,
2: DJ Nigel,
6: oh, no.
2: Ninja Man Lloyd. Say hey, welcome to guest six two three and also guest seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Sounds a change fe- um, featuring Luther Vandross. the Gen Z's naturally Lily searching for love what would you say you were getting quite heated there during the the break as you said that this article must definitely be written by a Gen Z and you you highlighted something cash before <clears throat> carrots
3: there's a couple of things I've read and I'm just kind of like you can see that their children in their um their mental is still childlike yeah so cash before carrots this this section, um, I get it, but I don't get it. So, I think, yes, before you get into a relationship, you should want to be in a good financial standing. No one wants to be leeching off of that other person. So Mm. I get that. But I also feel like when you put um, pressure on yourself, there is now this generation of self-proclaimed, self I'm happy to be single people. And in one breath, they'll say, oh, I'm happy to be single. Mm. In another breath, they'll say, oh, I want the husband or the wife and the two kids and the house and blah, blah, blah. And... Um,
2: so they're giving off misinformation. The thing is here, they are saying they prefer... To, and I think this is a good way to work it out because looking from the 90s, the noughties, and, you know, thereabouts, people would generally just hook up, have children, and then do it all that way round, right? Mm. Whereas they're saying they want that financial stability and financial independence before marrying and having kids. I think that's Which quite good. A, good, a good thing. yeah. And it says they, um, Gen Z's continue to disappoint their parents as they wait to settle down longer than past generations. So I guess before, that they're not in a rush to, to have a relationship with someone. Mm. But then they will have a sexual encounter. They'll have many different sexual encounters. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's where the danger is. So that instead of settling down, they'll possibly go from... I don't know if they'll have anything long-term... But then, you know, having all these one-night stands or whatnot, mm. they're more than likely to partake in that mm. than to kind of settle down.
3: I also thought it was interesting where it says, but we still won a wedding. Mm. Um, it says that although the accumulation of wealth matters to Gen Z, the majority of the generation desire to get married and live in a two-parent household with their children. Although Gen Z does not look to their parents as model as a model Mm. for what love should look or feel like. Although 66% of Gen Z grew up in a two-parent household, according to Pew, many are sceptical about having a similar love story. 66% is much higher than what you would expect. I I wouldn't have expected that number. Mm. That means... All those children born half. from 1965, 1965 from two, 1995 to 2012, 66% of that generation's parents are together. Mm. I think that is an achievement, yeah. given that the generation before
2: come from quite a lot of single parent household but, families. But then I guess they're looking at the types of relationships. So, were they, did they struggle, the parents? Did they argue a lot? Did they have lots of issues? Even though it's sixty six percent, sixty six. How much? What's the percentage of those that that Mm. had a a reasonably good relationship with each other? The parents I'm talking about now. But I've also
3: found that this this generation are so into this oh childhood trauma. Yeah, and their childhood trauma is things that you just are like. That's not trauma, that's normal. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't tell them anything because everything that you will bring up to them, some things are trauma, yes. I think beating of children is unacceptable. I don't Mm -hmm. think that is how a child should be raised. But is that trauma? No, no. I don't Mm -hmm. think that's something you go and sit in therapy about. Well, Gen Zs do. Yeah. A lot of them are in therapy.
2: (laughs) A lot of them are in therapy. Lee. But they're in
3: therapy for things that it's just kind of like I don't understand how you can relate this. Mm. I mean, that's your everyone's traumatic struggle is their own traumatic struggle. But me being a millennial, yeah, mm. and being raised how we were raised, I don't see how you will see what you're saying out loud is trauma
2: but what they're saying it seems that when thinking about relationships gen z's are fully aware of what they want and do not want to have a general understanding of toxic traits they refuse to overlook so is that toxic traits within themselves but
3: these are the, this is the generation that is saying a toxic trait of a parent yeah is when they used to call you downstairs call you from upstairs to come downstairs to pass them a ro- remote. That's a toxic trait of a parent. I see that as <coughs> character building. Yeah. Our generation that had to endure those things. Yeah. If, you had to,
2: if they had to endure those things.
3: That had to endure <laughs> those things. Yeah. We can look back on that and be like, oh yeah, remember when your mum used to do this ha ha ha? Like, look at the generation that we Was it are. damaging,
2: though? Was it damaging?
3: What, being told to come downstairs to pick up the remote? No. <laughs> Beating is damaging. Yeah. That is damaging. Having your parents fight in the household, that is damaging. Having a parent with mental health, that is damaging. Because if you had to see certain things, that is trauma. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This generation, this Gen Z generation, are the generation that say, no one should be having children unless you've had therapy to work through your traumatic experiences i partly agree with that but the other side of me is like look it built you a bit of character that's what you don't didn't like you don't accept just don't make the same mistakes
2: and that's the point that is made at the end it says in the end yeah gen z is a group of non-committing money hungry independent seekers who are all looking for that rom-com love love story what's the rom-com love sto- story but not anytime soon we are going to need lots more practice if we are ever if we ever plan on settling down but there's still hope for us yet so you cannot besides... have an
3: an an attitude uh, attitude of independence in a relationship because it is 100
2: 100 yeah
3: you have to be you have to make compromise. Yeah. If you go through your whole relationship, I'm meaning, I'm a strong, independent... Because we've spoken about this strong, independent black woman thing as well. We go through a whole relationship, I'm strong, I'm independent, I don't need no man. Why
2: is a man going to approach you? But that's why it says they're non-committing. Yeah. And that's why a friend will go and ask a dude, that's their friend, to have a baby with them. Yeah, I guess. And it's funny, going back to Mike's Michael's comment, he said that we need to question the psychology... Mm-hmm. And the influences behind the decisions. Mm. That's one thing. But overall, a lot of people that have commented um, on this question, does this generation value relationships? A lot of people have said no. Because they don't. They
3: have rules and regulations. If you want to date me. This is... is, One statement I don't agree with is when the men ask women, what do you bring to the table? That question infuriates me. Why? Because Why should that infuriate you? When a man is asking a woman, what do you bring to the table? My response to that would be, I don't bring nothing to the table because you bring it to the table and I beautify Dish it. it out. You you give me the house, I'll make it a home. Yeah. You go out, you work, you bring home the money. I will upkeep,
2: put food on the table, make things. So you that give me a seed, I make a chop. Exactly, that again value. Again is an old value. It's an old value because in this day and age, both. Both of y'all are bringing something to the table. Both
3: of us are bringing something to the table. But the difference is, because we had this conversation the other day and the difference is we both go out to work, yes, but predominantly my man handles the bills. Your money handles the bills. Anything that I then make at work is a surplus. So if there is a spillover, I contribute to the spillover. If there is, you know, we want to go on holiday or there's additional things that we need to do, I contribute to that spillover. But the the masculinity when it comes to the the breadwinner when the cavemen supposedly used to go out and go and kill the animal and bring it back to the cave yeah. could you imagine the woman doing that no it would never and be for she,
2: she never did do that it would never be for of. like i think and i think this is where the gen z's are going wrong because <laughs> because of the the whole game has changed and women are out there they're making their money and the men are maybe feeling emasculated. Maybe they're feeling feeling de devalued. But they're
3: feeling emasculated yeah. because of that woman that turns around and was like, "I'm an independent woman. I don't yeah, need no man." And that is the problem. You can be a woman that makes her money. Yes, go out and grind. Go out and make your money. I fully am that person that thinks you have your own money. I wouldn't like yeah. to be living off of my man's yeah. money. But it's it's the way that you you respond. Mm to the man, the men or the man in your life. If you're that woman that's like, now I pay this, I pay that, I
2: pay this, then no one's going to want to be in that. And then it's not really committed because you're taking away from what you're both bringing to the relationship. Yeah. And it takes two people to have a relationship, but sadly, like that, that lady made in her statement that, that these young people within this Gen Z group are non-committing and money hungry so being non-committing and money hungry you can't ever have a relationship with someone like that Mm. because you both have to be humble enough to work together Mm. within a relationship right
3: yeah because i feel like the difference with this generation is in the millennial generation we're in the same situation as them we don't have well, a lot of our generation haven't had the savings to go and buy our home and all of that kind of stuff. But we'll be in a relationship and we'll work with our partner to achieve those goals. Do you know what I mean? We'll work together to get to the same destination because inevitably you want to build together. Mm. The Gen Z generation... Like, no, we've got to do it separately. And then you do it separately. Then you come together. Then one person's calling out, no, this is mine, that's mine, that's mine, that's mine. You haven't built anything together. Yeah. And that's why when it comes to, oh, we've been together for five years and you're, I'm tired of you. It's a throwaway relationship because you didn't have nothing that you were, you you grinded to build together. together,
2: yeah. And um, um, Sonia, sorry, Gen Z is someone that's born from nineteen ninety five. It's just the generation. Uh, it's it's a generation. Yeah, nineteen ninety five to two thousand and twelve. So nineteen ninety five to two thousand and twelve are the generation, Generation Z. Mm. Yeah, I think it was millennials. The generation before that were the yeah, millennials. We're millennials. So, um, yeah, we're
3: we're the, where the mental health generation,
2: apparently. Why are you the mental health generation? If you
3: look up ge- millennials, we are the ones that have no, um, nothing to <laughs> show for what we have, all the work we've put in. And we are the ones that are the anxiety and depression generation.
2: So what about this, um ones that were born in the 70s and the 60s? Boomers. So we were the ones that brought you? No,
3: it. you're not. A, are you a boomer? Boomer. I think we'll you're have a to find out. And then the new generation, so 2013 onwards, are the alpha generation.
2: Alpha, what are they bring to the table then? What's are babies, to man. Thing? They're babies. They're the technological age. Hey, listen, and just imagine, I know us that were born like in the 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s, mm. that technology didn't rain. I mean, we had pages that it would beep, you'd read it, and then you'd go to a call centre and call somebody yeah. from a telephone box. And we lived in telephone boxes. But that was our
3: generation as well. And we,
2: but we managed, didn't we? Yeah. It was great because we had, in a magic, Free we had imagination. Three calls after nine o'clock on the house phone. And we were not stuck on TikTok for four hours. But the Gen Zs will say, no, but we're not stuck
3: on our phones. <laughs> <laughs> we're the digital age. But we're not stuck on our phones. When no. absolutely... They make money on their phone. They scroll on their phone. I actually understand now why the younger generation get hooked on programmes. Yeah, but it's... Because they their concentration span doesn't have to be any longer than three seconds. It's,
2: it's sad, it's scary, but it's the dopamine rush as well. And this is why we don't do it for the likes. We can't do it for the likes, guys, because when they pick it up and they don't see that, they, they become depressed.
3: But you're saying that as someone who's yeah. not been brought up in this era... I understand. We can, we can, look, at, we can look at our... TikTok and be like, Pfft, no one ain't watched my video. Oh well. <laughs> A Gen Z will look at that and be like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I need to make sure I post it at four o'clock and I need to do three posting and then do. Blah, 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 blah. They will make sure right. they're planning their TikToks and all of this stuff because their focus is this is what makes me successful. Wow. That is that is this generation. They are the entre- entrepreneur age. Yes. But they are the digital entrepreneur age where everything that's gonna be coming forward from them is gonna be, how can I get more likes? How can I make money turn over quickly? How can I it's everything is fast paced.
2: Yeah, and the life isn't like that. And again, going back to the relationship situation, like it says, you know, they're non commit they're non committers, they don't they want everything now. Mm. You know, and even relationships are fast paced. Comes to, this is why a lot of them, I guess, aren't, are on their own. Mm. But they choose to be. But then they can go out and get everything that you'd, well, not everything, but some things that come within relationships. Like sex, mm. for instance. Just on tap. Because yeah. they've probably got ten numbers in their phone that they can call. No, you just
3: go on an app and, and you it.
2: swipe. Oh my goodness. Right.
4: <laughs> oh my
2: you goodness. You
3: go on an app and you're like, oh, I know what you like. Swipe, right. Just swipe right. You want to meet up for dinner tonight? Yeah, sure, why not?
2: Oh, wow. That's a
3: generation that we, we live in a swiping generation. And Everything would, is
2: available. I thought that it would be a lot harder, but it's obviously just at your fingertips, right? It's all at your fingertips. What are your thoughts, listeners? 07895 134713. That's 07895-134713. 134 oh, that's um interesting isn't it gen z's and relationships and how they're changing the love game i just think
3: everything that a gen z talks about is oh it's toxic it's toxic mm. so until you can calm yourself down yeah and realize that sometimes you have to give a little to get a little yeah. then maybe they
2: will change. you just but... have to give a little, not expecting anything back. They're children. And that's what relationships are like as well. Sometimes you give, you don't get anything back, but that's okay. Mm. Yeah, because it is a give and take kind of thing. Relationships are very funny, very, very yeah. funny things. But if the youngsters can't get on, then we're sunk because the next generation are really the next building blocks of society. And if they can't, then that speaks trouble. But they're making a lot of money, though. These Gen Zs, right?
4: Mm.
2: (laughs) But, (laughs) hey... I'm I'm so I'm one of those people that I'm in the
3: middle of traditional values. I have some things I'm like, no, I can stay back in the 90s and whatever. But I I am still that person that
2: quite... Likes a bit of of tradition. Yeah, we've spoken about that before. So the next question, Lily... Mm -hmm. If if your DNA is not yours, are you still
3: responsible? So backstory. Yeah. Saw a post this week and the question was you find out you're not the father, mm. but you are still you are still responsible for or are you still responsible for the child? Something yeah. like
2: that. Um I think in America you are. Um Kevin Marino said that that you're still responsible even if the DNA isn't because I know Is that if you're on the birth certificate? Yeah. And I've seen that because there was a guy, he actually got put in prison so um, for not paying child support. He got put in prison for five years. America this Mm. was and so they go to what is it, Judge Lynn? Mm. Not Judge Lynn Tola, the other one that does does the DNA's. Yeah. It Turns out that the child he the child was now well, it wasn't a child, he was a young person 18, 19. And um, so, five years in prison, still paying child support for this child. Turns out it wasn't his, mm. but he had to serve five years in prison. Yeah, but that's after it. the fact. Yeah, but that's, that's happening after to, the fact. How many men is that happening to, especially their, stateside. that It's
3: their responsibility. Mm. So I I'm saying it because it's fact. Mm. If you are going to be unprotected and someone turns around to you and was like you're the baby's daddy. it's your responsibility to do what you need to do yeah, yeah? so you, someone can tell you you're the dad don't just take it as law because someone's written your name on a birth, on a birth certificate go and get tested. Yeah. Get get the get the paternity test done. I'm only saying this because I know of two experiences where both the experiences they didn't actually know if one of them didn't even know they had a child and the other one um wasn't quite sure that this the female be sure? had been that the female had been honest mm. about oh you're the dad and they both wanna got the child tested. Children tested. And? Oh, yeah, they're the dads. But okay. it's, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, if you have a da- if you have a smidgen of doubt... Yeah, go and check it out. Don't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm the father, and then a year later, she gets, you know, you get into quarrels and you stop paying what you need to pay yeah. because you've accepted... It's like with anything, you've accepted liability, is it? You're responsible. <laughs> you've got to pay mm. until there's proof that you're not the father. yeah. If you're not tied to this person, then why should you have to pay? But in this case, it's in a marriage. If you are in a marriage and the DNA doesn't match you, are you responsible?
2: Well, if you can adopt, if you adopt the child, that's when you become responsible. So
3: legally, you're not responsible
2: no, if you're not... Because the father can come along and still have full custody of that child. Or have custody mm. of that child if they don't relinquish their responsibility.
3: But are we talking about responsibility in the terms of... Like, when I look at it, I look at it in the sense that this these two people are married. I don't know if someone stepped out on the marriage or whatever, but a child is involved in this relationship. I would feel like the responsibility does partially fall to the... It's going to be the father. In it. Well, not necessarily. It might be the father that's brought a child into the relationship. But the parent that is not biologically re, um, related... Yeah. If that is a family unit, I feel that the responsibility still falls on both those parents because inevitably the child lives with you, you know that is your household, mm. you're still responsible for feeding, clothing, yeah, caring for that child. But well, Whether think... the dad's involved in, in the picture or not, mm. I think, yeah, the dad should be contributing to, obviously... But some don't.
2: Uh, many some don't. don't. This don't. is why the, the, that whole point of DNA and all that testing comes up, isn't it? Because... Mm. Because they need to know in yeah. order to contribute. Yeah. But that's a contribution. We're talking about the responsibility.
3: I do think it's the responsibility of the partner. What what partner? To the... take care of the child. Because you're in, you're in a relationship with, if you're in a relationship with a
2: relationship with the parent. The, yeah, the you're parent. in a
3: relationship with that person long term. I'm mm. not talking about what these little five minute things, but you're in a relationship with this person. This is a marriage, so this mm. parent, these two people are married. Why would you not hold no responsibility? Yeah. Why? So that now means every time I go out, I can't trust you at home with my child. That's not a relationship. That's not a marriage.
4: Mm-hmm. We're
3: supposed to be a family unit. Whether I've brought this child into the relationship or, okay, someone stepped out, in those instances, it's a, it's a bit sticky, isn't it, if someone stepped out, but you've chosen to stay. Yeah. So if you've ch- chosen to stay, word of the day, do ostracize <laughs> that child because the child is not. The problem... Biologically, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: But you know but, I mean? but then that makes
2: sense that, that you would, if you are in a relationship with someone that brings a child in or you had a child and that person came in, mm. that they would... you become a family unit. Yeah. And then you'd kind of look out for that, that child. But what, what about if you're left with a child and then still it's someone else's... It's not necessarily that person's child. What, so like the mum dies or something? No, that the mum is still alive, but it's just she's in a single-parent household with that that child. Yeah. But whose responsibility is it? It's still the father's responsibility. How can you be in a single-parent household with a child that's not biologically yours? No, that child is biologically yours, but the one that's chosen to step away. The man, for instance. No just scrap that guy no has. but
3: if no yeah. I get what you're saying say like they divorced or something if he left yeah. and he wasn't biologically the dad he,
2: ethically he being...
3: I feel like he's still responsible <laughs> because you've been involved with this child for, for well, however long say if the
2: father was the actual father with the DNA mm. was contributing then what would happen? There's lots of rabbit holes, There's guys. so
3: many rabbit holes. Because I think in in the end, you have to think about the child. I think if the child has been used to you being around and you looking after them Ooh. as that parent, then you decide to, to leave the household. Yeah. It's still going to be like a child losing a parent. Do you know what I mean? Well, listen. Because it's like, remember that example of... Um, the, the the mum's lights went out. Yeah. And she said, Oh, can you take my son's for a little while and he only wanted to take the child It kind that was of works his. in
2: the same yeah. It's the
3: same principle. Yeah. That's not fair. You I know he's not yours, but they're brothers. Yeah. And they both need to be somewhere where they like. Yeah,
2: but some people don't care about That, that that's what I'm saying. Ethically <laughs> They should be... And we're not talking about Gen Zs here either. No, we're talking but, about... And you're talking about public. ethics. You, we spoke earlier about values mm. and rules. You I know, feel like a rule is...
3: Ethics. If you take one, you need to take both.
2: <laughs> That's your rule.
3: Yeah, man. <laughs> if you take That's one, you have to take both. So one child is yours, okay, but the baby's not. And now the baby's wondering, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Why, does, why does he get to go and I don't? It
2: always falls on the child. We've got to think about the unborn child, guys. We can't think of ourselves. We've got to think of the future of the unborn. And in a lot of cases, going back to the Gen Zs, in relationships, wanting to have babies with their friends... You're not thinking of the unborn child. But
3: even in the throwaway relationships, yeah, because we're saying Gen Zers don't value relationships. Even in those throwaway relationships, like, oh yeah, I've been married for five years. Oh, you're, I'm bored of you now. Let's get divorced. We've got two children. We'll just have to co-parent. The kids get missed out. Thinking That's what I'm saying. The child. values
2: are not there. Yeah, and is that the way the world is going with us today? Oh, who not. knows. Who knows? We've spoken on a lot of things tonight, beautiful people, about um, generation or this generation. And do they value relationships? But also the DNA. Is it your is if the DNA isn't yours? Are you responsible? Uh, we've also done hashtag pretend to be a tra- time traveler day for tomorrow because it is the 7th of December. Guys, 7th of December twenty. Twenty one, shocking. It's scary. Mm. Time is really beating us. I think this year because it's gone ex- extremely fast. As well as uh, we spoke of Reginald Lewis, the billionaire, and how we can learn from him, a first black um, billionaire. As well <laughs> as yeah, the questions that we posed at the top of the show. So Lily, yeah. what is to John book?
3: John Ken said? The but- emotional roller coaster is the issue. The problem, the struggle to deal, this makes it difficult.
2: What do you mean by that,
3: um, John Ken? The um, I think this was in the conversation about the DNA. So I feel the emotional roller coaster that is if it's not your child, <clears throat> yeah, and you leave, there is going to be a roller coaster on both counts, isn't it? The child's and and the. Parents. Parent, that's not yeah related.
2: And also, can I say that um Gal Gal he highlighted that Bob Marley um was exiled to England, or exiled was it? Was Bob Marley exiled to England? I didn't know that. And also, Hayley Selassie was exiled to Britain in Bath. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So don't have to say, but good to know. Level has said it so right. Throw away society. People don't fix things no more. And that's very, very true, Gal Gal. People do not. They choose not to fix things. But it's better to fix, sometimes fix things, rather than having to go and start all over again, all over, like a fresh, isn't it, Lily? Mm. All right, so what does our, our book say tonight? So, I don't know,
3: I feel like this kind of relates... Mm. Um see I start reading something and then something else pops up. So John Gray, yeah. um, born nineteen fifty one, was a US psychotherapist and author. He is best known for Men Are From Mars with Men are From Venus. Um nineteen ninety two book. Is which like his other books discusses gender differences and the promotion of understanding between the sexes. Yeah. So first quote is from the book, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. And it says, men mistakenly expect women to think, communicate and react the way men do. Yeah. Women mistakenly expect men to feel, communicate and respond the way women do.
2: It's
3: we have forgotten that men and women are supposed to be different. Yeah." As a result, our relationships are filled with unnecessary friction and conflict. Clearly recognizing and respecting these differences dramatically reduces confusion when dealing with the opposite sex. When you remember that men are from Mars and women are from Venus, everything can be explained. I mean, that
2: is so outdated. If you if we were looking, if we were looking at it from uh, a twenty twenty one perspective that would be quite outdated because but that's only because the Gen Zs <laughs> don't have. It's not just the Gen values. Zs, though, is it, Leesh? Because it, this world is crazy. I was speaking to a lady yesterday, <coughs> and she goes, "Oh yeah, I went and I done I got the thing because me and my partner wanted to travel, and she and it's too much. I'm hearing too much of that." But that's um, normal now. Am I meant to that's do what really I'm saying. You're like... talking about it like <laughs> it's a taboo. It's normal. Am I meant to? Oh, okay. Because that's what I do. I don't react to it. But do do they do it sometimes for a reaction? No,
3: you think it's a reaction because under you know, there are <laughs> traditional values Ooh. where there were male and female. As in that, men are for women. Women, men are for Mars. Women are for Venus. Right. Men yeah. and women are supposed. To be different, but but the, they are different. The regardless. but no, no, they're not because nowadays, yeah. you have fluid, you have binary, you have a whole mixture of people who are confused. Got, I'm I've said it. There you go. Opinion, opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's my opinion. opinion. But they are fluid, and they are they what confused. I don't know, but but it's the fact that. Everything is acceptable So fluid now. is
2: liquid that when you just pour a glass of water into the, the, the river, it just all just blends no. in. No, but that's fluid. That's Fluid, all fluid is, is no. It?
3: Fluid is they don't stick <laughs> to one or the other. They want to one day have a beard and the next day they want to wear a dress.
2: Who was it that we we done the other day? Sammy, Billy D. Williams. Yeah, that's the one. Hey. He's fluid. Hey, Okay. I mean I wonder what he'd done when he was growing up when he was younger. If he But felt he that wasn't way. that way when Or was it just when it became fashionable? Because it could be a fashionable thing as well, right? Is that my opinion again, Lady? You see when
3: I get tra- triggered on this show? You see when I get triggered on the show. Right now Wimbo's getting triggered. And I think what all that's
4: left triggered. to say <laughs> is <laughs>
2: listen beautiful people we have come to the end of the show <coughs> and um it always kind of gets a bit heated at the end doesn't it like, <laughs> I like we, we talk You're some more and we are so happy to <laughs> have you um come enjoy and spend some time with us this evening thank you so much for locking on and after us, you will be DJ Laro from 8 till 10. Don't forget as well to check the schedule. We have live DJs going, or DJs going live every single day. So check the schedule. So tomorrow it will also be Charlie Muir from 7 till 9. And also Darnell the Therapist from 9 to 11. We do hope you've enjoyed the show. Give yourselves a nice, great big um, round of applause. Thank you for your company. And you're right, Leela, I guess all we have left to say, eons, we will see see y'all on the other other side. side. Good night.
4: A day made for loving you Soon the evening breezes will start to blow Baby, grab your hat now, cause here we go Stop.